So this is season three, episode five, titled Mental Box Two. All right. So yes, yes. So today we will infuse music with taboo conversations of mental health on the Out of the Box podcast. Here, what you can expect is entertainment and education. All right. This show is is sponsored by Urban Financial Literacy. Urban Financial Literacy specializes in building, protecting, preserving your wealth. All right, so if you or your family need life insurance, real estate planning, uh, retirement planning, credit repair, mortgage protection, trust, and estate planning, reach out to Urban Financial Literacy at urbanfinancialliteracy.com to book a consultation. And be sure to visit my website at blackmoneymattersactlikeit.com to check out our inventory. Right now we are running our rebranding sale. So all of our remaining items from our previous collection is $30. We also have our Nova Sky dedication collection, which the proceeds from that collection will be allocated towards Nova's medical bills. All right, so lastly, we have our practical practical budgeting tool, which we offer for free, and we also do coaching as well to help folks have a step-by-step guide towards wealth building. So tap in with blackmoneymattersactlikeit.com for more information. Special thank you to those of you that are listening, and I would like to ask you all to share this broadcast so we can reach as many people as possible, all right? But before we get started with the show, you know the drill. Let's have a word of prayer. Dear God, thank you for this time. Thank you for Anthony getting here safely. Thank you for this opportunity. Just thank you for all the opportunities you have afforded us this far. We ask that you continue to cover us and protect us on this journey as we continue to do the work that we feel is our purpose. God, thank you again for everything. We just want to be grateful, filled with gratitude. In your name we pray. Amen. All right, so look, y'all, so today in studio, we got Anthony Gray, all right? So I call him a superhero, but y'all can call him Anthony Gray. He is a dynamic artist that shares truth, authenticity, and reality, as well as God in his music. There's so many things I could say about Anthony, but you're going to get the idea from this show today. So out of the box family, help me welcome our guest, Anthony Gray to the studio. What's the deal? What's the deal? Yeah, yeah. Man, man, Anthony, man, I'm, I'm so excited for you to be here. I'm just excited about this opportunity for us to get to talk about Mental Box 2. You just released an album. Um, so, but we want to get your origin story first. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. So where are you from? Where'd you grow up? I'm from Compton, California. Still residing there and also grew up there. Okay. Okay. All right. So who is Anthony Gray? 
like what is the story behind who this person that everybody is looking at and listening to right now um three things probably god poverty and perseverance mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and whatnot and not being confined to my situation mm-hmm. knowing that um i can you know overcome it and through that i found identity Mm. I mean, just know who I am at that point, and having a perfect example, which is my, which was my father, who also battled, uh, you know, diabetes, cancer, and all, a lot of things. Just to see him always overcome when things told, when his body was telling him no, mm. uh, it just gave me a fighting spirit, and that's kind of who Anthony Gray is, the origins of it. That's beautiful. Okay, so tell us about the schools that you went to. Um, like, what what part of what part of the Compton area <laughs> can we... Rose Cancer Center. I went to Centennial. I'm a Apache. <laughs> I'm a Apache. Still a loke, but I'm a Apache all the way. Um, um, yeah, that was that was an interesting time in my life, man. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't change it for none in the world. Mm-hmm. Centennial is like one of the greatest schools I can ever, ever attend. Mm-hmm. You know, I went there a boy and came out a man for sure. Mm-hmm. What about like, you know elementary like with the magnier okay elementary uh well first i went to man anderson got kicked out of man anderson and then went to uh went to magnier got kicked out of magnier then went to lincoln graduated from lincoln mm, okay um, and then from junior high went to walton got kicked out of walton <laughs> and went and graduated from willowbrook mm-hmm. you know. okay okay so so what would you say um just like through your journey what is some what are some lessons that you learn like that brings you to become anthony gray the artist the community man you know the father the the person that you are now you know like you go through you go through things to become who you are indeed you know so what what brought about this anthony gray i had to really embrace that you got to go through to get through Mm. um to be in the place that I am, you got to still be in a place to be, you got to know that you're always going to keep learning. The more that you don't know is the more that you you know you need to learn. And I didn't, I didn't really understand that because I, I had a prideful <laughs> way of living. Um, depression kind of brought that. Like, depression would put you in a place where you always want to be, uh, want to be heard, but you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then you ju- you justify because that, that pain keep you justified. So you kind of like, you go through this Paul experience uh, just just doing things your own way till you find your way mm-hmm. and i think around the time that my son came a part of me had to die for this this new anthony to live mm-hmm. honestly because i was in a place where i'm like damn i gotta be responsible and protect something you know i wasn't truly protected and now i gotta be that protection mm-hmm. so once my dad died i was like man i gotta be the lessons that you know he taught and didn't teach mm-hmm. And I had to put myself in that position to do that. I had a lot of humbling, I had a lot of maturing because I was going into these adult relationships with my childhood trauma. Mm-hmm. Still just moving as a child, thinking as a child. And uh, it destroyed a lot of stuff. It, it, I, I could have I could have salvaged, but you live and you learn. I, I want to validate you real quick because, you know, you go through, like, you want to be heard, but you don't want to listen, you know, and I, I like that. I like that thought, but also I think of, like, when you don't have the tools, you know what I'm saying, and when you haven't been heard, then what happens is you want to be heard because you there's something that you need to get out, Yeah. you know what I'm saying? So sometimes it's like, I need to get this out before I could take anything else in. No, for sure. You know, so I, I want to really validate you in that space because you making it to this 
place that you're at now says a lot about the lessons that you took along with you. No, for sure. I appreciate that. You know, so I, you know, you know me, I'm, I'm always push you in, in a positive way because I think that there's a lot of greatness in you that came from that pain. Oh yeah, you I, know? I agree. I mean, when, I mean, you got to kind of fight to see it that way. Cause I, in a way, pain is power. But when you dwell in it, it's like it take power away from your testimony. That's why when most people dra- you know, like dwell in their trauma, mm-hmm. it, it does take the power away from your testimony. Because you're like, do you know what you, you need some inspiration? Look in the mirror. Mm-hmm. But we get we keep focused on what we're going through. You know what I'm saying? But it's, it's a blessing not to be confined to. Right. It's a blessing to go through. But if you, you know, it's like if you confine to, then then you got a problem. Right, right. <laughs> but you know, we don't see that in the midst of it. That leads me to that leads me to just the idea of mental box, mental box too, yeah. right? So we we're gonna listen to take a trip in a minute, All but right. I want to know like what was the inspiration when you created that song? Like what were you trying to get across to your listeners on on take a trip exactly? Yeah. Well, at that time, that I was conveying that song for my deathbed. Mm. So, um, the whole thing of just this, just the theme of mental box, like it's a play on words. Like people put you in a box, and then I was, I felt like I was on my way to be put in a box. Mm. So I'm like, if all this death is finna surround me, let me speak life. Mm. And when I saw, so like, let me just take a trip. I kept leaving my body. I kept astral projecting. Like I used to do it a lot as a kid. But I noticed I was doing it a lot when I was in that bed, and I was just like, oh, I'm finna leave here. Mm. And some had me fight the feeling of leaving here. Like, you need to be here, and if you're gonna leave here, leave something, bro. Mm. So I had to stay. And I think, I think I've been obsessed with trying to leave something before I leave. You know how powerful that is that you spoke life over, to your, over yourself and you still have your life because you spoke it? You know, like power and words. I'm not going to let, I'm going to be on my deathbed, but I'm not about to die here. Yeah. You know, like that's powerful, bro. I'm thinking back on it. <laughs> yeah. But you, like I said, you don't you don't see it. Most of us, like when we get caught up in what we're going through, we don't even see what we got through. Mm-hmm. We, we don't. It, it be, we don't know, we don't give ourselves enough credit. Yeah. Because we always expecting something, so you don't, you don't rejoice enough. Right. Right. Well, we're going to take our first break um, on that note because that's that's some powerful stuff. But uh, we're going to listen to Take a Trip. We'll Let's be right it. back. Hey, 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 take a trip. Take a trip. Hey. I would like to welcome all of you to my party. party. I got the juice. And I got a Super Bowl, baby. No penciling party. No penciling party. Nigga been going through the motion, but a nigga still in motion. Life ain't been no crazy, but a nigga cruise control. Control. How would you like to take? How would you like to take? How would you like to take? Energy, baby, I'm a rebel. Rebel against the system, I'm a rebel. I'm so certain, I'm so certain, I'm so worth it, but so worthless. I'm under the seat like a sea urchin. Damn, I get deep in it, like go, I keep spinning. Life's story to keep spinning. Most high, touch my mind before you destroy the planet. Ayy, the vibe's back and it's back. Damn, no need to panic. Ayy, ayy, How would you like to trip? How would you like to trip? How would you like to take? Trip, I'm so tired of people in my face. I lay on my back, close my eyes, drip to another place. Let my rope go, yeah. Let my rope. 
I can take her real far. Play with the planets and stars. Planets and stars. I would like to introduce you to my astral body. To my astral body. To my astral body. How would you like to take? How would you like to take? How would you like to take? Trip, trip, trip. Open up your mind, let me get you open. You're free to dream under my hypnosis, yeah. Under my hypnosis, under my hypnosis, under my hypnosis, under my hypnosis. Open up your mind. You are tuned into the Out of the Box Podcast, Season 3, Episode 5. So today we are in studio with Anthony Gray. You just heard Take a Trip. All right. So y'all just heard what that song is about. And now, you know, you heard that song. So check out the song. You can find it on all streaming platforms, right? Yes, indeed. So check that out. Um, but check out the whole album, Mental Box 2. It is fire. I was at the uh, listening the listening party uh yeah and it was it was a journey like this whole album is a journey so y'all definitely want to tap in with that um anthony let's talk about how we met do you remember how how i I met you yes i do we was in lamert park Mm. um i think you had did like a joint venture with my brother uh rare breed from um ceasefire and Mm. whatnot i also performed there Mm -hmm. and that day you jumped on a mic you, you laced me. I was oblivious to like financial literacy, and there was some things that you I said I cannot remember now. <laughs> but uh, it was some things that made me want to go be like, okay, I gotta do better with this money. Mm-hmm. And uh, I appreciate you because that was the first. That was like my first introduction into knowing anything, especially us yeah. speaking on anything like that. Because all we know is run up a bag True. and not uh, concern one. So I appreciate you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I remember meeting you at the Juneteenth Green Pines celebration. Hmm. I think it was it was a few years ago. Uh, I met Michael. I met you because you performed there. It was the benefit event. Oh, you remember that? You just jog my memory. Cause, yeah, cause I, I I remember. It was just at that. a museum. I think it was like the California Museum of... Oh, USC. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was the first time I met you. I was with Mikey. Mikey is like the plug because anywhere I go, I meet somebody (laughs) dope when I meet Mikey. So she was like, yo, you want to come to this event? It's on Juneteenth. I was like, bet. Let me go see what it's about. And you performed. You and Mike Cole performed that day. And I was like, bro, like, why did not... Hear that was actually these. Father's Day. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, why didn't I hear about these guys before? Like, and your story, just yeah, I was thrown. I was I was taken back by your story and just how you deliver through your music. Um, wow. It really speaks. Like, it speaks. Wow. So, yeah, that's that's how I remember meeting you. Now I feel bad. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is that that was the very first meeting. You know what I'm saying? So you seen me again at the event, but you didn't hear me speak. Gotcha. So okay. that's why it wasn't, you know, something that you remember. But for me, I heard you rap. So that's why I remember, okay. you know. So, yeah. Wow. And since then, you know, like I started seeing you at all the events and stuff like that. And so ever since, you know, I just try to tap in with you, make sure, you know, like, you know, I'm there. Like, yo, yeah. I'm supporting. 
you wow. know so yeah Damn. <laughs> young nigga with the old mind <laughs> <laughs> all right so i want to know uh when did you find your voice like you you have this this super dope voice like i my favorite song is um that i hear you on is gang like oh. the way you come in on that song i'm like bro is yeah. he's compton for real so <laughs> when did you find that voice like when did you know or how did you develop it that type of thing uh not knowing that i had one mm. and for years being told that i didn't have one mm. you know what i mean and then I, I I looked at my life and I'm like, nah, that that can't be, mm. that can't be. And I started to um, get lost in, um, once again, depression. Mm. And my circumstances consumed me. And then one day I was just like, hey, bro, speak, speak, and not speak not where you at, but where you will be. Mm. And I kind of like that pulled it out of me along with puberty. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> voice, voice, voice got deep, but uh, it was just a lot of pain there. And then once I stopped, stopped dwelling, dwelling in the pain, and dwelling more in the perseverance, perseverance aspect of my life, then, then that confidence came with it, mm. and then start trusting God with what He gave me, and you know, just trusting, you know, the, the, the giver and not the gift. I feel like God had elevated my voice, ele- elevated my voice <laughs> um, beyond what I would ever know. Mm. So. Tell me about some of your accomplishments along the way, um, just in artistry. Like, what what have you accomplished so far since you started? Since I started, um, <laughs> really, um, I don't know about necessarily like music accolades, but just knowing that it's uh that the music have been reaching people. And that's that's just uh, that's better than currency. I, I can't I can't even lie, because you got people that just hear you, but when you got people that listen to you, mm. that's a blessing, because mm-hmm. they they hearing the essence of where all this stuff come from. It's not puffed up. This is like that's why I say I'm a living lyric. Like you you listening to everything I live, fam. Mm. and for people to convey that back to me, it's just power. Yeah. So now I get a chance, like, cause I had to like I had to safely detached from stuff but and stay connected i mean i was so my music is not necessarily who i am is what i do right mm. but when i started to detach from that and stay connected to the people the people stay connected to me mm. so it's been a blessing to know that they still connected yeah so that i probably that's probably one of the biggest accolades mm. that's so. that's beautiful what what does it look like to safely detach that's what does it look like well not be as emotionally invested as you was mm-hmm. but still like be a presence because mm-hmm. a, a lot of being being <coughs> being empathic you consume a lot of shit mm-hmm. <laughs> you consume mm-hmm. and then you project mm-hmm. and a lot of, and then you got to differentiate between what's yours and what's not yours mm-hmm. you know what i mean so that for me i had to find that out by removing myself from the space and not feeling like I had to always over-insert myself in things because mm. I want to call myself the fixer when I'm just, I'm, I'm over-broken. So how am I fixing anything? Yeah. I'm, I'm doing more damage. Cause shattered glass can't help shattered glass and make a bigger mess. Right, right, so right. when I started to mature, the maturing aspect is me staying connected but safely detaching because I can't do nothing for you. I just can't without, you know, overdoing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Um, what would you say the mission, your mission is, like, with, with this artistry? What's what's the mission? To change the way people think. Mm. Uh, we, we, we confine to a certain way of thinking mm. due to circumstances. And when that consumes, like, when sometimes your eyes will lie to you. And when it does that, it messes with your mind. And when it messes with your mind, it controls your body. Mm. And to this very day, I'm still fighting off the stuff that I've seen that's messing with my mind that is today... I'm fighting with like far as it controlling my body. Mm. So if I can make some music that'll just change your thinking process. Like my dad always taught me, like he's like, you always talk about you want to do something right. Won't you just fast from wrong thinking? Mm. And it didn't make sense to me, so I started doing it. Mm-hmm. But I'm so used to dwelling in this this messed up mind state that it becomes a bit bigger, than, you know, than than uh, me trying to overcome. Mm. So now I got to fight to overcome me, <laughs> mm. like to really fight the battle in my mind so I can conquer the world out here. The mind is tricky, though. Yeah, it the is. The mind is super tricky. Like, I go through that same thing. Like, you know, a lot of people look at me like, oh, that's Jay Soul. She, she's the founder of Black Money Matters Act Like It, and she's doing great things for the community. But when I'm at home and I'm by myself and I'm thinking, my brain is telling me something different. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because that same trauma response that we come from, the background of all the trauma. So we are seeing life... <laughs> from the experience of our trauma straight up you know what i'm saying instead of seeing life for what it actually is right now like right now we are doing great things but when we go home our mind will tell us something completely different indeed you know what i'm saying so um like i told you and i said this on social media this is a revival we're gonna revive that mind state where it's that we are gonna put out the good that we're doing and we're going to celebrate the good that we're doing Indeed. because there is a lot of good that's going on your music is very important for our culture yeah you know what i'm saying coming from a person who experienced the the lifestyle that you experienced and it's not because you wanted it it's because that was your environment yeah due to circumstances yeah and a lot of us were put into these environments where we had to survive and then we look at ourselves as if we're the bad person for getting involved in our environment indeed you know so um it's just powerful to have music that talks to that that speaks to that that talks about like there's a song you have and you're talking about i'm thinking about cracking the dude in the head but at the same time god yeah is gonna keep me from doing that yeah you know what i'm saying like that's important to even acknowledge like i have these thoughts of from my environment they came from my environment but yeah, perception that got askew it yeah. took me a long time to even trust them in, in, in that space because mm-hmm. I was once again feeling like not feeling like protected and then I have to be a protector and then I gotta trust something that I can't see mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. you go you, you logically you get ate up by stuff like that yeah. you know what I mean so I, I get it yeah okay so let's talk about before we go to our next break let's talk about I'm not okay so same same type of question like you know, obviously, we hear, you know, we know the, the name of the song. Indeed. You know, but what would you want people to hear as we're listening? What do you want them to listen for? Um, people often, like, uh, see the glory but don't but don't know the story mm. and whatnot. So I just, I was just transparent. Mm. Like, I'm going to give you these tunes, but I'm going to let you know I'm mentally in turmoil in the midst of it. Mm. And I'm also overcoming. Mm. I'm not going to hide it from you. I am bleeding as we speak, but I'm going to give you these jams, mm. and I'm speaking to your life. Yeah. Okay. Well, y'all listen to I'm Not Okay by Anthony Gray. We'll be right back.
box podcast season three episode five in case you're just joining us we are in studio with the one and only anthony gray all right so let's talk about just the journey the adversity that that you had to face along this journey what what can you like what do you what kind of adversity you've been you've been forced to deal with um one one was losing my dad um I feel like I lost a part of myself mm. and whatnot, uh, losing losing some bros in the midst of that, and I feel like that altered how I approached music mm. and whatnot, and it, and it made it hard to do music because the things that I was living for, I couldn't bring life to it no more. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, um, and my dad, my dad, um, he put this music in me. 
you know what I mean? Show show me a lot. So when he died, I felt like music had died. So it was, once again, it was just it was hard to do it. And then also learning the business side of it mm-hmm. <laughs> was uh, was was depressing mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And whatnot, and uh, just not understanding things contractually, mm-hmm. and um, all those things that come with music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, but once I, you know, I started to learn things contractually and, and get the knowledge. It, it got easier, but it was it's hard, and it's and it's still hard, especially talking about what I'm talking about. I'm not doing anything to set my people back. Mm-hmm. Um, being not marketable and all these things you you gotta face, mm-hmm. but uh. The, you gotta, like I said, go through it to get through it, fam. Wait, so not marketable? Yeah, I've been told I'm not marketable. Wow, that's that's kind of like what um what Daisy mentioned about her same thing, and you guys are like fire artists, like you know what I'm saying? So Daisy the culture though. <laughs> Facts. I'm just being real, Facts. like they 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 the culture, like I used to dance too, but like she is the one, okay? Mm-hmm. And and to see the transition, like I think um, once you say you're gonna do this. Uh, none can stop you, mm-hmm. uh, and when and then there's a difference between when you say you're gonna do this and God ordained you to do this. Mm-hmm. So who care less about some marketing? Like if God can get His message across through you, you gonna you up out of here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You gonna do it. But like I said, we kind of we kind of get confined to what people say in society or whatever the case may be, and then we make it a thing, and then we give life to that thing. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So. Okay. Um. How did you know that music was something that you were going to pursue? Because I pursued it. <laughs> you just did it and it was Cause it. Because I pursued it. I mean, because, um, let me see. Ray Charles, Ray Charles that came to Marin Anderson, like, I think it was like 92. Okay. 92 and 93. And he had this book. He had just had a, he was doing like this, uh, like this tour for this book. And I was like, man, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. That's what I do, and then I start seeing the commercials of Pepsi. You got the right one, baby. <laughs> and from that was like one, like one of my first little <laughs> little things. And from there, I wanted, I just wanted to like do music, mm-hmm. and then start getting into Elton John. I saw Elton John uh, do Benny and the Jets, mm-hmm. and from there, the Isleys. Um, conjunction like all these bands because my dad was a bass player and a drummer so i had to do my due diligence Mm -hmm. and it got a hold of me i'm like this is what i want to do because i was consistently doing it Mm -hmm. so my daddy one thing parents kind of suck at doing sometimes is uh understanding your kids gifted and getting behind it they just like just go out there (laughs) and do it well get the tools Right, right, right. Get tools right, if right. it's if it's all right with you. Yeah. You know, you know, just get on out here. Right. But my dad, my dad got involved. Okay. So that was it. Do you do you play any instruments? Cause bass and drums. What? Bass and drums. Let me find out. Yeah, I mean, and, and transparently speaking, they like uh, depression uh, instruments now. Cause like once again, my my dad was the reason. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I watch it, mm-hmm. but I won't touch it. Mm-hmm. I won't touch it. <laughs> yeah, I had to ask that question because um, when I talked to Dina, you know, Dina from Green Pines, yeah. Yeah, she's always bigging you up, and she's like, he's so talented. He's a musician. He's also, you know, so I was like, let me find out. <laughs> yeah, I'm messing around, you know. So so when did you write your first song? Fourth grade. Mm. Fourth grade, get out of my face. Really? Was yeah. that an angry song? It was a very angry song because I was misspelling everything. <laughs> I got tired of people like correcting me, so I was just like, "Get out of my face!" Didn't even I ain't spell face right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it just pissed me off. My my music, my song pissed me off. I was it was an angry song, 
and it, yeah, I was angry that the song was angry. You know, <laughs> a lot, lot, lot was going on, but that was like one of my first things, and I started to get into writing, mm. probably like fifth and sixth grade, okay. so I can convey my message better. Okay, um, are you working on like projects right now? I am. I got a song with Nick Grant uh, coming out. We got, we got to get in the stew. Mm-hmm. Um, that solid brother. Please look him up. That dude is amazing. Um, he did some stuff with Punch with TDE, uh, the brother Daylight. Um, and that's a blessing too, because it's gonna be like my first, first big feature, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And to like go back to the question you asked earlier, mm-hmm. that's probably gonna be like one of my highlights or one of my one of my huge accolades that mm-hmm. I do finally dealing with a mainstream artist outside of me being underground. Yeah. And whatnot. Dope. Okay. So um, this next song that we're gonna play, closer. Right. <laughs> yeah. So you know the drill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's, what's that? What's that one about? What can they expect from this one? Um, <laughs> man, just really talking about adversity of uh, that I that that I faced and had to differentiate it. It's just the kids still going through this, or the adult, because mm. now the adult has a little boy that one day will go through this, and it's important that he speak mm. and he not still being the kid when he speak to him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's this is actually like the final track on the album because I get a chance to show how much I was a novice in the beginning mm-hmm. and then you get to hear the adult at the end of the album so this is finally like my mature adult song <laughs> man that is powerful yeah. the adult is speaking now yeah the adult you know I have this thing where my sister and I we talk about this all the time we have our ego right yeah. the ego is our inner child the one that's surviving and then our actual self is the adult self. Yeah. So it's, it's that, yeah, that made me think of that. That's beautiful. All right, y'all. This my, song. My son is also on this too. Yes. So. Yes. I was about to say that. I was like, <laughs> oh, this song. Bad. No, no, no. You good. At the end of the song, y'all, y'all really want to pay special attention to that. Cause that is some, it's a powerful, it's a powerful affirmation. So y'all stay tuned. We're going to listen to closer. What's Lock it in. Life get funkier than the parliament. Stressed out, feel like the walls just been closing in. Looking at open doors, but to me, there's no openings. Every time I try to draw near, they never let me in. What the hell is happening? They love you if you somebody else, but reject you if you sound like yourself. Kinda backwards, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, it's kinda backward, uh. Yeah, I lose, but I never sit in defeat. I have sat at many tables, but never managed to eat. Many times I've been to the table, they managed to eat off me. Let me speak. Let me speak. Look, she God, be careful sharing your plans It's snakes in the mist, they posing as close friends This is knowledge, also wisdom, please sit in it Giving you the game, my son, one day you'll deal with this Stand firm when the atmosphere shifts Parents mold your kids and they spiritual gifts Furthermore, when I'm seeking a righteous path Cause busting a bunch of nuts cannot fix the problem I have Protecting my energy Y'all acting like y'all friends, but y'all enemies That's kinda weird to me Man, y'all should just leave me be 
Y'all really should just leave me be I'm tryna hit every goal with some accuracy Emphatically, whatever I do is etched in my legacy For those who are considered slow, that means after me Spirit explode like missiles Don't put on no power, I am power Ain't no crystals, all praise to the crystals All praise to the crystals Yeah All praise to the most high What's your name? What's your name? Anthony Timothy Gray. And what you do? I can do every, 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 not just little things, everything. I can do everything cool and I can do every single cool thing. I can do all the big things. Do Christ with strength. You can do what? I can do all things to Christ with strength. Turn around. Dummy. tuned in to the out of the box podcast season three episode five we are in studio with anthony gray and y'all just heard closer this song is super powerful and something i heard you say inside the song is you want to um nurture spiritual gifts tell tell us about that like what what does that mean to you as a father man um well without getting (laughs) all Are super spiritual like you know some of our kids have prophetic gifts and they, and they see things that we can't see and we label them crazy mm-hmm. and people don't be tapped in and you end up giving them pills you're giving them stuff like that and these and i feel like it kind of like diminishes the power mm-hmm. or block out the things that they see and feel like these babies will prophesy these babies will know god mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what i'm saying and, and see things that we won't and ultimately become our our accountability and we shouldn't we shouldn't kill that off so whatever whatever gift or spiritual gift that they have mold them in it find out what it is and be attentive like because it's, it's stuff out there to get your kids mm-hmm. <laughs> and when you when you all caught up in everything else or whatever case may be you you miss out on potential wounds that's happening because you're still licking your own yeah. you know what i mean so that's why i said like mold them nurture them find out find out what it is pray mm-hmm. let god expose that to you because we're in some crazy times and um, <laughs> mm-hmm. they gonna know how to, they gonna need to know because you're not gonna be here for long, so they gotta know how to stand firm. Right, right. That's all. Yeah, no, nah, I feel that. Um, I have a niece and a nephew, and I definitely take my part in just raising them too, and you know, speaking to them as human beings and not just kids beneath us. Yeah. You know, so that when something happens, they can come and say, "Hey, this happened," because they feel comfortable to express that. Cause a lot of times, like what the way we grew up, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, don't say nothing, be seen, don't be heard, yeah. you know, don't talk to grown folks. We talking, yeah. it's like something could be going on. I'm coming to try to tell you something. And next thing you know, you're telling me to get out the room, go outside, stay outside, don't bring the flies in, yeah. and we can't even have a real conversation. Yeah, you develop not having a voice. Yeah. So and then you grow up to get in relationships like that. Right. But that's a whole another situation. But you, you can't express yourself, and then you find out your parents not 
got a safe space who is mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. gonna find every outlet but you yeah i don't want that yeah <laughs> especially yeah. as a man it's important that a man learn how to express himself because if he don't jail cells gonna always find they gonna always find him he gonna always be broken <laughs> mm-hmm. by something or somebody because once again he, he he's not protected mm-hmm. i don't want that for my baby yeah and that's why i love the lit the, to hear the ending of that song because you know what you did was you left him with something regardless that is always going to be inside of him you know what i'm saying like he's going to believe that he can go through so many different things but just like we know you get to a point where it's like i'm going through so much you remember things your dad told you oh yeah you know I, I hear him now yeah. <laughs> i hear him now more than ever because i was ignoring the shit out of him when he's alive mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. because it's like because it, you know in the midst of it you, you feel like you don't need it mm-hmm. you know you know everything this is your life you realize like man but on the spiritual end they more powerful way you know what i'm saying like i lost my niece in august Ugh. right and so what happened is she became louder hmm. after she passed away so anytime I see like yellow or I see gold, I think of her and I know she's everywhere. And the crazy part about it is, you know, some people be like, somebody passed away and your life gets better. That's the Illuminati. No, that's them on the spiritual side working because they know things that we don't know here in the physical. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? So the beauty of you hearing that your son is going to hear you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He hears you. You know, so it's just it's just beautiful just to to kind of see life unfold in the reality and not the pain, because that that's the reality of it. Everything that you put into him is with him. He's going to remember and he's going to become better because you put it in him. Yeah. You know, just got to be there to put it in him, though. Right. Well, you were you are there. Indeed. You are there. You're not you think physically, but you are there spiritually. You were a spiritual teacher. That takes you further than the physical. I receive that. You know, like it really does. Like the things that my grandmother taught me when I was a child, she's not here. That's everything that I'm living right now with my family. And she's louder now. Because she couldn't say and she couldn't get to us in the human form. Right, like yeah. sometimes you can't get to people in the human form because we're not listening. Like you said, I didn't want to hear my daddy. Yeah, you ain't listening. Yeah, but in the physical, I mean, in the, in the spiritual form, they loud. Yeah, on me, like I, that 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 takes me back to like this Greek word, like echoes, mm. which mean which mean echo. Mm-hmm. It it really echo is not a sound; it's a reflection. Mm-hmm. So that now we got to move in that reflection, like so. I I'm with you. Yeah. All right. So, what's the most important lesson? <laughs> you learn from your artistry stand your ground Mm -hmm. uh be yourself don't wait till you get in this music to have an image crisis Mm -hmm. and whatnot learn your craft um and just be better than what was shown to you Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then when you serve when you do surpass your predecessors uh give back go back and, and lace these people, cause uh, it's needed. Mm-hmm. And you ain't you ain't uh <laughs> you ain't winning if you just keeping it to yourself. Like, yeah. You know you need stuff you need stuff to go past you. You know what I mean that's how you see your legacy as well. Mm-hmm. But you know. What's your favorite thing about being an artist? Um, I'm a very very shy dude. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, 
when I get on that stage, it's just me and God. Mm. And it seems like I'm way more, it's just me and him. Like, I'm way more in tune when I get there. So it just, you know, I'll be saying, I'll be talking, but I'll just be talking to God the whole mm-hmm. time I'm in there. It helped me. It just helped me get through. Cause then like, and I'm, I'm, and I'm thankful. God has brought me from some stuff, mm-hmm. but when I get on that stage, it's just different. Mm-hmm. It's just different. I just let him, let him take control. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I have a good question for you. Uh, we <coughs> have the wellness pop-up. Now <laughs> let's, let's do a quick recap <laughs> of the wellness pop-up. It was hot in there. <laughs> <laughs> and I had a punch on. <laughs> Hot with a punch on. It was yeah, that was a heavy punch on too. But what you what you think about the event? How how did you feel? You know about the event? Um, yeah. First of all, it was dope, and it needs to happen again. Mm-hmm. Um, people were in tune. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the most it was the most engaging crowd I've seen. And it was intimate, like I, I loved it. And they was, it was into like, like I, when I say they was into every song, mm. these people were rocking, and they was allowing the mute, they was allowing the music, cause you know I, I didn't make too much room for me to speak, mm-hmm. but just, the, just, just every person that got up there killed it, mm. and they were speaking into these people through their music, like, and it was dope. It was like we had our own little revival in there, <laughs> to be completely honest. You know, once again, I wish that you know. They they allowed you and the other young lady to have y'all y'all little segment, man. Like, cause I feel like that was over needed too, mm-hmm. sincerely. But it was dope. Uh, Erica did her thing, vintage. Like it was it was crazy in there, and it was liberating. Yeah, it was the first show I have ever been a part of, like that. And uh, to to you know overcome some of the stuff that I was going through in my mind just to get on stage and do that. That's crazy. Yeah, I loved it. Yeah, the wellness be well pop up. Yeah, it was it was amazing and I think that there's so much room to recreate that but like, you know, add certain elements to it that, you know, it could just it can really stick. Like, you know, for me in general doing that event i didn't feel comfortable bringing anything because i didn't want nobody walking out with stuff in their hands <laughs> you that. know what i'm saying like you're having a good time you don't want to have a bag or you know that. so but you um, need it man yeah i feel yeah. like that was not like that i feel like that was needed more more than the music like what bring i feel like what what, what makes people crazy is being broke mm-hmm. and not knowing how to manage money mm-hmm. so you go into mental turmoil that's true you broke that's true real hard yeah <laughs> okay yeah so it behooves you to want to be like you know i listen to some music but if i can find out how to keep my money right this person needs a platform yeah i, I would like to listen <laughs> okay. i also feel like you know um lack of resources creates those issues that turn into big problems yeah for sure you know that lead to like for me because i used to be a social worker if you don't have resources and certain things happen then you're going to end up in like like a child to end up getting taken away from their family because they didn't have the resources to figure out the problem that had to do with the money so then the stress created oh well i'm just gonna whoop my child and you know like stress creates those issues and so then that turns into a problem and it's like for me that's the reason why i kind of got out of that space because i'm like if we can provide the solution we don't need that that's not a solution (laughs) it's not you know because that doesn't help families what it does is actually create a situation where everybody is just on edge 
Yeah. You know, and so you create a hostile environment. At right. That point. Right. So then, you know, it, it turns families against each other and all that. So, yeah. um, yeah, that's that's yeah. I think that that's why I created the Black Money Matters Act, like it brand in general, was because I wanted to provide a solution. And you know, when I wear the clothes, those are just the reminders. Yeah. But I have a free worksheet that I give out to families and, you know, they can do their budgeting. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> they do their budgeting every month. And it's like, you just got to start for free. Yeah. And they, they charging people left and right just to help you do that type of stuff. And it's like, no, th- we, we've already been marginalized. Like, yeah. how about you give us something that we can use to grow? You know, so that's and why that's I why you're a superhero. <laughs> that's why you're super, you are that. essential. You for, you for show that. that. <laughs> so, I, man, yeah, I received that. For you know, sure. I don't think you get enough flowers to be completely honest. But well, I appreciate that for yeah, sure, and for I, sure I accept that because I have a hard time sometimes taking it too. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, when you have when you when you call to serve, you for sure gonna have a problem with that because mm. you know this is your lifestyle. This is not propaganda for you, right? You know what I'm saying? So it's dope. And that's why that's why you're gonna get blessed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's all. I appreciate that. Um, okay, so what would what kind of advice would you give to an artist who went through who's trying to go through the path that you took, right? Like somebody who had the same type of upbringing, and you know they're like, "Yo, I want to change my life, and I want to do it through music." What kind of advice would you give somebody that's going through that? Um, be more than a musician, mm-hmm. and what I mean by that is, if you're gonna be a musician, like be a businessman or woman that is also a musician. Like, understand your codes that you need, you know, um, your, your UPC codes and everything else, like stuff that you know that that you can own your stuff. Mm-hmm. Please own it, mm-hmm. own it, mm-hmm. okay. It's important, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. You know I mean, because this is stuff that can protect you for seventy years. You don't. It's more than just BMI. It's more than just ASCAP. You got to go to .gov to copyright your stuff. Like, mm-hmm. it's it's a lot of stuff that's out there that we're oblivious to, and we constantly just being putting music out. Mm-hmm. You got to figure out how to turn one song into five songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know I mean, I mean, from your instrumental, a cappella, remix, radio version. You know what I'm saying? Get 25 songs cracking off that one song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because it counts as a different stream every time. It's a lot of stuff that you need. Don't just do music. Be a businessman or a woman that also do music. Mm, what are the top three things that somebody would need to get started to do that? To be the owner ownership of their artistry? Mm, I don't want to mispronounce it. I think it's the RS. What's that? The R... RSC code or something like that. I keep forgetting that. Take your time. It's cool. But um, it's 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 a lot that come with that. Mm-hmm. But just just having your your your, your barcodes are important. Mm-hmm. And learning how to put those codes in, which I'm, I'm learning myself. Because mm-hmm. um, <laughs> that is is when you find out how much you really don't own, mm. it will depress you. Mm. It's the RS the RS the R. I'm sorry, the ISRC code. Okay. Um, you got um, I did what's that the the UPC code, and then you got the ISWC code, and that's that's for producers. That's the uh, your international standard worker code. Mm. Had those things. Mm. 
because producers don't get paid, fam. Mm. And you got to make sure they get that. Yeah, that's that's really important. The reason why I ask that is because like what I I tend to go to a lot of community, you know, um community briefings and community events and one of the main things that come up a lot of times is that the information that we don't have often play to our detriment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like we they'll tell us, "Go go get a business. Start yeah. a business." But What's one, two, three steps? Yeah, and you gotta know it's nobody's business to teach you business either. Right, right. <laughs> so it'd be, it'd be, it'd be kind of wild. Right. But you encouraging us to go get it, but I don't, I don't know. So now, like, what I learned is that there, there are actual like community organizations that give you technical assistance that tell you, okay, you need to do this first, then you need to do that first, and you need to do that first. And so even in artistry, it's the same thing, yeah. you know? So that's why I asked you that, to share that information, because that's the one, two, three, you could start there, but there's always gonna be more information that you're gonna uncover, yeah. you know? But to start and to know ownership is the first thought, that's that's super important, Yeah. you know? So. Yeah, I just wanted to tap in. Yeah, because most, most artists be like, yeah, I got my BMI on my ass coming. That's just for radio if that, if that stuff get picked up. Right. You know what I'm saying? You, 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 there's other stuff you need, fam. Mm-hmm. That don't mean like, just because it's BMI don't mean it's yours. Right. And that's scary. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You got to actually copyright, and most of us don't understand copyright. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's what I say. Get, get your .gov. Mm-hmm. Go to .gov copyright. Put your stuff in there. Yeah. Upload an MP3. And um, it should be able to, it be it be much more information on there for you as well. Okay, so um, who who have been very in, like influential for you as an artist? Um, who would you say is your main influencers into your artistry? At one time, it was common. Mm-hmm. It was common. It was uh, it was the roots. Um. The whole soul. I don't know if you ever heard the soul, the soul Koreans, which was it was Bilal, it was Erica Badu, okay. it was D'Angelo. I mean, they most call it Neo Soul, but mm-hmm. Quest Love from the Roots, the drummer, mm-hmm. he like he started that whole era. Mm-hmm. It gave us that good that that black brother, you know. Okay. All he gave us all of that show, and that's probably that's that's what had like the biggest influence on me, and it mm-hmm. ain't been nothing like it since. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so nah, so so that'll that'll shape you up. Yeah, like it shapes you up real quick. Yeah, speak to it, and that's why I, my name is Jay Got Soul. Yeah, it's like you for sure got that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like one thing that nobody could take from me is my soul. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You could you could try to do all these different things to hurt me, but my soul is always gonna be at the center of who I am, what I do, how I move. You know, and so music like that is what ignites it. You know. Um, so yeah. Um, what platforms before we, you know, in this discussion, first of all, thank you. Thank you again for pulling up on us. Um, I definitely appreciate your presence. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. Like I appreciate this conversation, <laughs> you know, and I, I think that a lot of people are going to be touched and a lot of people are going to, you know, just find life through this conversation. And that was the reason why I really wanted to to come on here because you represent life i appreciate that you know so um appreciate that but before we head out what <coughs> platforms can listeners find you on uh share all the details I am how they on, can find you i'm on youtube if you ain't down with the spotify stuff because a lot of my people are oblivious to how spotify work but i'm on spotify itunes 
uh, Our Radio, uh, just I'm on almost every platform and whatnot. But like I said, for those who don't like messing with with the iTunes and and, and the Spotify's, come find your boy on YouTube, <laughs> which Dope. is Anthony Gray. Dope. All right, y'all. So we're gonna wrap up the show. Uh, thank you to everybody that was listening. Um, be sure to tune in to the Out of the Box podcast every Saturday from 3 to 4 p.m. Uh, we can be found on all of the major podcast platforms. That's Apple, that's Google Play, Audible, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora. Uh, subscribe to our show for updates and new new episodes. Subscribe to my YouTube channel, y'all. It's J Got Soul. All right. Subscribe to my YouTube channel. Um, We're just trying to build our following on there. Um, this has been the Out of the Box Podcast, Season 3, Episode 5, titled Mental Box 2. Make sure you go out and listen to the whole album. It's worth a listen. You heard three tracks today, but the whole album is fire. So y'all going to want to check that out. Um, thank you to those of you that listen live. We have enjoyed ourselves. We hope you did too. But again, I want to extend a thank you to our sponsors at Urban Financial Literacy. They are helping people build, preserve, and protect their wealth. So Check them out at urbanfinancialliteracy.com. Also, check out Black Money Matters. Act like it. We are going through a whole rebranding phase right now. So in a few days, y'all going to see a whole new website. And I'm going to need y'all to tap in with that, all right? Uh, Get our now Act Like It worksheet and get your finances in order. And if you want help and coaching on how to budget, tap the link, get a consultation, and we're going to go through that process with you, help you build some wealth, all right? Um, but we'll be back in studio on September 10th. You never know who we're going to have in the studio next. Right. So y'all be sure to tune in. We are out. up in the sky, keep your glasses high, can't nobody kill the vibe, cause we're celebrating right now, people say they know me, but they barely know the story, cause nobody did it for me, that's why I'm celebrating right now, celebrating right now, that's why I'm celebrating right now. Celebrating right now You should have seen the dreams that I had I knew I wouldn't make it out Couldn't figure out just how before All the big mistakes were my bad But I'm making up for all that now Don't look back, let's keep on moving forward Hands up in the sky, keep your glasses high. Ain't nobody kill the vibe, cause we're celebrating right now. People say they know me, but they barely know the story. Cause nobody did it for me, that's why we're celebrating right now. It's a lot of different ways the story could have been.